Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 7-11 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Three times you have to say it, right? And maybe there'll be a third one at some point. It's coming back. Yes, just announced the famous Tim Burton film from the late 80s. I think it was late 80s. I'll have to check that now. Beetlejuice. That seems right. Two. So it'll have some of the same characters. Winona Ryder will be on it. Michael Keaton. I saw that movie in the theaters, and I remember that. That was hot hot back in the day. So Keaton's going to be Beetlejuice again. Yep. And they say he'll look the same. Uh, that was a lot make- of makeup. <laughs> makeup and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, it's coming out, and it's. I, I'm, they've been talking about this for a long time. They have? Yeah. They, there's talk about it even in the, around 2013. There is talk about bringing it back. Tim Burton will be part of it, too. Tim Burton, I feel like, has uh, struggled a bit over the this last several yeah, what's years. What's he done lately? Anything? I feel like there's a lot of swings and misses. But he's had a couple of good ones back in the yeah. day, including this one. Jenny Ortega who you may recognize from the hit Netflix series Wednesday, will also play a role. Maybe she plays Winona Ryder's daughter. Who knows? So what's the what's the premise here? I mean, because Beetlejuice can come back at any time, I suppose. So Plot that's where... details are indis- undisclosed at the point yeah, right now. Under wraps for the new film, which was officially confirmed. Don't know if the, uh, the writing strike is going to cause any issues, but they are said to start filming here shortly, and then it'll be released... In 2024. Well, writer's strike might not if it's written already, but the, aren't the but directors still, and other people in production? Right, there's that issue, but even still, usually you are still doing some writing even during the filming, so there could be some problems oh, with I that. Oh, I see. Okay. See, I wonder what's next. I keep the, the 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 movie that I keep going back to is Goonies. I keep I, how that movie has not been brought back for a Goonies too just shocks me. If and you want. You would want in that, I hope, a continuation of I mean, right, it, the same thing. You don't want a reboot it or a remake. perfect sense, right? right. Yeah. It, These it would, kids are all adults now. They'd be all adults. I'm sure they would have kids who would yes. play a role on They're some They're the things. ones who go yes. on the adventure now. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? The one guy just won an Oscar, so you know that he's hot right now. So bring them all back and bring back Goonies, too. I'm not as big on Goonies as you were. I don't know. Maybe, if it, maybe it just hit me at the wrong age or what, but I remember watching that with our kids. My wife really liked it. She's like, oh, yeah, Goonies. we got to show the kids. And they were pretty young for it. And you forget, like, we didn't have a PG-13 back then. <laughs> yeah, they say some things. So PG has some stuff in there that, you know, like, ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, hey. yeah. So Beetlejuice 2 coming to a theater near you in 2024. Sports is coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. There's officially a new sheriff in town in Green Bay, and for the first time since Aaron Rodgers was traded, Packers' new QB number one met with the media to share some of his thoughts ahead of 2023. The whole offseason, you know, I approached it that uh, I'd be the starter. So um, that was just my mindset going into it. Um, I couldn't really control what happened going forward. Um, it was out of my control, but uh, that was kind of the approach I took to it and just went from there. Confidence, a buzzword following QB1's press conference on Wednesday. And if you ask, 
his backfield buddy in Aaron Jones. The belief has always been there for Jordan Love. He believes in himself. First off, that's the, that's number one. You got to be. You got to believe in yourself, or nobody else is going to believe in you. So he believes in himself. Uh, he cares about everybody around him, and we've seen him just come in con- consistently and uh, just work, work, work. You know, and thing as as an athlete, you know, you want you want to come in and play right away, and that's that wasn't Jordan's case. He didn't have that opportunity, and you know, he did it the right way. He waited his time, and you never heard one one people complain out of him. So. So he has everybody's respect, and he works as well, just like everybody else. So we all love Jordan here, and like I said, he has everybody's full respect, and we're going to go lay it out on the line for him. Per multiple reports, the NFL schedule has been leaked, at least the Packers side of things. Love and company will see their first test on September 10th when they travel down to Chicago to open up the 2023 season against the Bears. The Packers will play a total of five primetime games this season, plus a Thanksgiving showdown in Detroit. Over to the Diamond where the struggles in Milwaukee continue as the LA Dodgers take the rubber match at American Family Field on Wednesday defeating the Brewers by a final score of 8-1. to one. Wade Miley who got the start for the Brew Crew clearly didn't have his best stuff surrendering seven runs on six hits in just five innings of work. Look, those are really good hitters. Um, you know, to go to that top of the lineups, you know, probably three of the best players at their position in, in the game. And so you got to, you know, he just made some mistakes over the plate to him and that hurt him. The Brewers get a well-needed rest day today with plans to welcome in the Kansas City Royals for a three-game series that begins on Friday night. 718 on Wisconsin's Morning News. On Wisconsin's Morning News. Cheryl Crow, part of the Summerfest lineup this year. Update this morning to a story that we were first talking about on Wisconsin's Morning News a few weeks ago. There was controversy over a plan to remove some artwork from the what will be renovated space at Milwaukee's downtown convention center. There's an add-on that's going right now, and I have some more information on that coming up. But then the convention center that exists right now, as we know it, is going to be getting a remake. There is resolution to the, I'm sorry, unjustified outrage over that plan this morning. Some of the art is going to stay. Some opportunities with the same artists to recreate their work will be offered. As soon as we started getting indications that people were opposed to it, we stopped the removal. I mean, we had never gotten to actually taking letters off the wall, although we had that scheduled. Because it was, to, to not hear that people have concerns would have been disrespectful on my part. Uh, that didn't mean I was going to ultimately change the mind, but I was open to listening and getting an understanding of what the objections were. It's president and CEO of the Wisconsin Center, Marty Brooks, who continues to take the high road on this. I tried to get him to say otherwise, but he wouldn't. You want him to throw a dagger? Well, I mean, I think he was, you know, he, because he's the president and CEO, he was taking the criticism. Others were involved in the decisions about removing this public art. um, And I I think it was unfair to him and it was unfair to the Wisconsin Center District because I don't believe their intentions were ever any of the things that were hurled around. There were accusations of racism. There were accusations of censorship. And this comes because some of the artwork in question had origins in indigenous and other cultural communities. And there were suggestions that there was an effort to silence that work. And really, it was just a matter of logistics and what was going to be happening in this new space. So there's this new extension that's going on the convention center. 
That's being built right now. The original building then is being renovated. And for an assortment of reasons, the artwork was not going to survive that renovation. A large portion of it will now. The same group, Woodland Pattern out of Madison, that was originally commissioned to design the work in the first place is going to have a space for that new work. I didn't have, at this point in time, other plans for that other than to remove the letters, so it, it would have been foolish to take it down. So that's remaining. We also identified some other spaces in that same area that we've charged Woodland Pattern with, reimagining what's coming down. Uh, we're paying them a fee, so I'm not asking anyone to incur any expenses since we're going to retain uh, the space, but they're reimagining what's up currently so they can live uh, much longer uh, in the same space as the landscape and writing piece. It's sad to me, though, Marty. Like I feel like we could have gotten to this point without some of the acrimony that was back and forth, without some of the innuendo that was shared so publicly in the media. Don't you think we could have been here anyway? Yeah, I don't know, Vince. I really don't. Um, because, you know, sometimes... You know, if no one responds, then actions take place. And that doesn't mean that the lack of response was because people didn't care. It may have been they didn't know. Mm -hmm. And at such point as the authors heard about it, that's when they expressed their opinions. And yeah, so I, it was upsetting at times, frustrating at times, but I'm very, uh, very happy with where we resolved it. And I'm hopeful that those people that may have taken offense to my actions or read far more into the rationale behind it will come around uh, and be uh, customers of ours in the events we host. Yeah, and that's the last point. Read far more into what was at play here. Marty wouldn't say it, but I will. We could have gotten to this point without the finger pointing, without immediately always thinking the worst of everybody involved. You know, one of the artists who was really upset over the artwork being taken down and granted this artist had a stake in that work that was a part of that and if you believe in the muse and the creative process i mean people are connected to the work that they create i grant you that but she called it wanton destruction of the of this work she said wisconsin and the larger arts community will be watching what happens in milwaukee it was angry and directly pointed at some of the folks who had made a decision about trying to renovate the building and actually did work with some of the people involved in that artwork. I even read one suggestion that the Wisconsin Center was catering to the desires of the GOP in 2024 because the convention's going to be there and that they wouldn't want to see artwork from indigenous peoples, so they were going to take it down just to, just to cater to them, these terrible, awful people. And it, we just could have gotten to this point if folks called each other. Marty said, you know, he had members of his board who were out there on a limb a little bit give him a call figure it out work it out oh sweet naive young vince vetrano assuming right. that everyone communicates and doesn't take advantage of opportunities good. well they did take advantage of the opportunity to gain political points in making a big situation out of something that that it wasn't and people get hurt in that process and there could be some damaged relationships there but i'm glad to report to you that that part of things uh, is resolved. As for the convention center itself, we did talk about this. The Wisconsin Center expansion had a topping off, if you will, a milestone in construction for any new building. They put the last like exterior big old beam is now in place. So we're set there. And I did ask Marty about whether or not things are still on track for opening in spring of 2024. Uh, what it says is we're getting closer to enclosing the building, which means uh, for the next eight, 10 months, uh, weather won't be an issue. We've had a couple of weather days, but it's a milestone in that the structure itself is completed. And now it's just a matter of filling the doing the insides on time on budget, Marty. As we stand here at this moment, yes to both questions, sir. Okay. That's, a, that's a good answer. So on time, on budget, and before the, the 2024 
presidential convention for the, for the GOP comes there. They actually have things booked out in spring. So he's like, I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on these things that are already booked here. Before then. That's yeah. great. So progressing nicely in downtown Milwaukee. I want to make sure that everybody who needs to know this hears it. Steve Scafidi's got his uh, salute to service coming up, and we need some more entries. We need you to send in someone whom you'd like to honor, the heroes around us who keep us safe every day. The WTMJ salute to service is brought to you by Educators Credit Union. And if you know a serviceman or woman who's deserving of this award, we need you to nominate that person right away. Head to the website, WTMJ.com, and fill out the form explaining why that person deserves recognition here on WTMJ. Steve Scafidi's salute to service. Our registration closes tomorrow. Brandon Snide produces Steve's show. Uh, I know early on, like, we had a trickle here, but we need more entries, right? We need more entries. It's probably my favorite week of the year. Doing, it's so you know, cool. You, you know, every do. week is great with Steve. Of you course, know, of course it say, is. You know, we'll right. say that. But No one would suggest But otherwise. this week is incredible. You highlight five amazing individuals. You know, last year it was very emotional. We had the Waukesha Parade. Uh, you know, a, uh, a paramedic who responded there, you know, doesn't have to be uh, military, law enforcement, police, fire, medical professionals, doctors, nurses. There's tons of heroes out there. If you're out there, you're listening, uh, you know somebody, maybe it's yourself. It's hard for people in those professions to say they're a hero, but they are a hero. And we need so their do submissions. it for them, right? Yeah. Step up. The registration ends tomorrow. WTMJ.com. It's Steve Scafidi's salute to service. Get those registrations in. 743 Brewers General Manager Matt Arnold with us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers dropped their third straight series as they fall to the Dodgers 8-1 on Wednesday afternoon over at American Family Field. The crew gets an off day today. They are back at it on Friday evening when Kansas City comes to town to begin a three-game series. Hits on base a lot, Rocco. Do I care if it's a walk or a hit? Pete? You do not. I do not. I do not. Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold is with us live this morning. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? Morning, Matt. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Awesome. Big weekend at the ballpark. You got the Star Wars Day coming up Saturday, then it's Mother's Day at American Family Field. I know the giveaway that day is, what do, what do the ladies call it? Like, it's not a purse. It's a little just handbag. A, a, clutch. a clutch. That's what I was looking for. It's got the Brewers logo on it. It's going to be special. Yeah, it'll be it'll be nice. It's always a good weekend, especially when the weather's really good. Man, that's a that's a fun weekend for everybody. So I hope everybody has a chance to bring their mom and and uh, and have a great time at the ballpark. Hey, Matt, I'm curious if if you've ever seen this in your years in baseball, if it's something that's been in the clubhouse or not. My, oh, ask him. Yeah, my 13 year old, his baseball team has a team mascot. It's a fish. <laughs> so they they have this fish in a tiny little aquarium that sits in the dugout. I've seen him carry it out to the field once <laughs> after a game. Have you ever seen anything like that in all your years, like an iguana walking around the clubhouse or anything like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we a couple years ago, uh, we actually had a team fish we named Weecho, uh, which is uh, Luis Urias, which is named after Urias. Um, 
and uh, got in a little bit of an accident there and, and actually during a celebration got kicked over oh. <laughs> um, and ultimately was saved by the team. It was quite an epic teamwork, uh, team effort to save this fish. But during a, during a celebration during the playoffs, unfortunately, Weicho got knocked out of his bowl, was put back in and brought back to life. It was incredible. And he, did, uh, he survived a little bit longer, but uh, you know, uh, I've seen those a handful of times and, and they can be a ton of fun. So, uh, so lot, lots so of many questions. There with that. <laughs> right. Did Weicho go on the road or no? No, just at home. I mean, there's, the, <laughs> there's just a just a home fish. Goes, a lot of work that goes into keeping those fish. Yeah, uh, when when I was in Tampa Bay, uh, we walked. Uh, I walked in one day, and Joe Madden, Joe Madden had uh, had penguins walking around. Um, <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, you never know. You got to keep the guys fired up. So, uh, so whatever it takes, right? Well, I had to drive fish home. Last night, because uh, I was carpooling, so fish was in the back seat. All is well, made it to the the right house, not my house. You don't currently have custody. <laughs> no, of the fish. no, I will not take custody. But there has been talk about whether or not it should be handed around. So I figured, I figured there must be some of that going on. That living mascots still a thing. Man, I don't know, Matt, though, about the fish just having its home there in the clubhouse. I just, man, that that concerns me for the fish. Well, there, there's always guys at home to take care of this thing. I mean, that, okay. that's part of the idea. You know, we, we have a handful of guys that want to get a team dog, you know, and, and they, they just haven't quite thought that through. You know, there's just just a lot of work that goes into having a pet. Um, and they're just like, let's have the dog come over and hang out. And it's there's so much more, just like you're saying. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll have to keep chewing on that idea for sure. <laughs> I love the idea of a clubhouse dog. Well, listen, man, if that's what it takes, around. let's get it going, right? <laughs> dog, cat, fish. Let's get something in there here and start piling up the winds again. Sure. Spirit animal, whatever it takes. Yeah. Spirit <laughs> animal. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's take care of that this week and then report back to us next week. You got it. We'll do it. <laughs> Brewer's Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold with us on Thursdays. Thanks, Matt. You got it. Thanks, guys. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock, Mark Tauscher next on Wisconsin's Morning News. I need a player. It is Trivia Thursday with Tausch. 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank. Get old. 855-616-1620. Caller number five gets to play Trivia with Tausch. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? <laughs> this guy. What better way to celebrate Mother's Day than with a big old bucket of fried chicken? Or him. A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, totally. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Morning, Tausch. Good morning. Uh, quick question for Eric. Um, when you take that fish, is it whoever had the best game gets to keep the fish for the day? Or is it one home keeping the fish to bring into the dugout? So far, it's one home keeping the fish. But I've heard rumblings that that one home that's keeping the fish would love <laughs> if someone yeah. else would take it no, on. You're onto something there, Tausch. <laughs> I think we create a travel pack for the fish. Yes. And then, yep. Well, they do have yeah, MVP of the game brings it home. There is a little you, portable you, aquarium they're carrying around with it. <laughs> you know how they had the turnover chain and Paul Chris 
I feel like this should be like if somebody hits a home run, they get to keep the fish. The family does because then you spread those costs out of feeding the fish and cleaning the tank and all that stuff. So I, I thought that was a clever um, idea and probably a huge. You're almost kind of hoping your kid doesn't have it. Right. I was going to say <laughs> for him to go over five. Right, over five again. Sorry, son. Or the collar. Tough please, luck. Please, I don't have the fish. All right, let's get to trivia here. I'll bring in our contestant for today. Bob is on the line with us from Waukesha. Morning, Bob. Good morning. That's how are you, sir? Bob, I know you listen to the show, so I know you know how it works. I'll explain for everybody else listening here. Bob's got to pick me, Eric, or Tausch as the person who's going to get Brandon's trivia question right. Or he could say none of you guys are going to get it right. And he rides with Brandon. If he's correct, he wins a huge prize. Who's it going to be, Bob? Uh, I'll go with you, Vince. Well, I appreciate that confidence. Oh, wow. I can't let him First down, of no. the year. He's really going out <laughs> on a limb. It's now, what, May 12th, 11th? And he's he's betting on Vinny. I like that. All right, hang on a sec, Bob. We'll play it out. Brandon, proceed. We ready? All right. In honor of National Technology Day, that is today. Oh, God. In, <laughs> in which year was the first ever email sent? Something that we use... Unfortunately, sometimes every day. Now we're not talking about like some military grade email. This is regular uh, email, right, regular old regular you know, first AOL. email. Dot com type of thing. Okay, first email. Okay. I, I, we can start off with a hint if we're, if we're ready. Yes. Yep. Narrow hint. it down. All right. Yep. Joy to the world by Three Dog Night was the number one song this year. That kind of narrows it down a it little does. bit. It does. It yeah. does. Gets you into good. a decade. That's a good hint there. Yeah. Okay, I'll take another hint. Yeah, me too. Yep. This was the same year that Walt Disney World opened down in Orlando, Florida. Whoa, now I'm way off. Ooh. Ah, okay. okay. I'll take another yep. hint. The fight of the century. Muhammad Ali uh, defeating Joe Frazier defeating Muhammad Ali at Madison Square Garden was quoted as fight of the century. All right, well, I got a All number right. in my head anyway. That one didn't do it. I'm going to go 73. No. All right, I'm going to go I'm going to go 68. No way. Both are are in the ballpark, but no. What do you mean, no way. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. Absolutely not. Way off. Jeez. How <laughs> you a fool? <laughs> no, it's insane. What are you talking about? Okay. Okay, uh, smart guy. So, uh, so let me think here. So you said Disney World, not Disneyland. Disney yeah. World. I want to um, say Disneyland came first. It did. Yes. Yep. Check with the Disney expert. Uh, see, I can't, I can't phone a friend though. Dang it! Oh, <laughs> darn it! Go I'm ahead and phone say. her at this point. It doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, like oh, right, Debbie already lost. Let's talk through this, Debbie. All okay. right. So, Disneyland was first, and that was like 1955. 1955. Mm-hmm. And Three Dog Night was well after Taos, that. Tao said 68. Oh, but that was insanely wrong. Insanely wrong. <laughs> it was insanely was wrong. Foolish answer. <laughs> and the first email, I think, I want to say that we just had a celebration or an anniversary of this, the first email. So it probably would have been we 50 did. years. So 50 years from probably a year ago. So I'm going to say 19, what did you say, 73? I said 73. I'll say 70. Debbie, what do you think if I go with 71? That would be wise. 1971. Eric, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> 1971, the first email that was sent out. 
Bob, I'm sorry I let you down, but I'd like to state for the record, I was out on the limb there with the first early 70s, so I was in the neighborhood. Two in a row for Eric. Is that right? No. Oh, we tied last week, right? Yeah. Still won. Yeah, you're right. I'll take it. Still had it. That's a win streak. All I know is that it's not the 60s. Mm. That's a win. <laughs> yeah, what, a, what an insane like answer that, that 69 was. Like that was off by two, two whole years in a full decade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. Talk again tomorrow, Tosh. See you. What a fool. <laughs> if-